You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Dressage Today podcast's Training Buzz. These short podcasts bring you the best tips straight from our subscription video site, Dressage Today On Demand. To get full access to all our videos, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code DTPODCAST to save 15% off your subscription. Now, listen in on this week's buzz and enjoy the ride. Today we hear from Jody Hartstone, a Grand Prix rider and practitioner of equitation science based in New Zealand. She is an expert in retraining off-track thoroughbreds as dressage and riding horses. In this segment, she talks about what to look for in an ex-race horse and some of the pitfalls and issues you may face in the retraining process. Life as a racehorse is often hard. They're quite often given a pretty questionable breaking in. They're broken in at a very young age, much younger than we would with sport horses, and no schooling will have been done with the horse. Basically, they're taught to habituate to the girth, to having a light saddle on and a light rider on board, to learn to go in a straight line, a little bit of steering and a little bit of stopping, and boom, they're ready to go racing. That's not at all how we would normally start a dressage horse. So a racehorse has got quite a bit to learn right from the very start. One thing, for instance, is that your horse may not be used to your leg draping down its side. Remember, a jockey's legs are way up here. And when your legs are right up there in racing position, you can't really give leg aids. So not only may you have a horse that's very, very sensitive to your leg laying down on this part, the horse may also have no idea whatsoever about leg aids such as a squeeze to walk on or trot on. Another problem racehorses often have is hair in their mouths. They've been ridden often with really heavy rain pressures. Certainly in the southern hemisphere down here, they're ridden with a bridged rain, which means the jockeys have got the reins over the horse's neck, crossed over together, and they're keeping a lot of pressure on the horse's mouth. So instead of the horse galloping along in self-carriage and being lovely and light, it's actually learning to pull down onto the bit and as such can habituate to really strong pressures and basically have no mouth when you go uh, to retrain the horse. So retraining its mouth is going to be a really big part of of the training you're going to have to do. Um, So not only will the horse have habituated to heavy rain pressure, but often the signal that jockeys use to go is to release the reins. Now the last thing you want a sport horse to do is to speed up when you let go of its mouth. When I let go of a horse's mouth, it simply is a test for self-carriage. The horse should continue moving at the speed I want and the direction I want and with the head carriage that I want and not take the letting go of the mouth as a signal to speed up. So that's another big issue there that we need to retrain. Thirdly, the jockeys often use a whip to get the horse to accelerate. Now that's fine. If you use the whip as a tool of negative reinforcement, in other words, tap, tap, tap until the horse accelerates and then stop the tapping. By negative reinforcement, I mean pressure and release, the removal of pressure to say, yes, you've done the right thing. Um, It's no problem for the horse if the whip is used like that. But what is often happens is that the whip is used to accelerate the horse and then the jockeys use the whip at the end of the race when the horse can no longer accelerate and the horse actually learns to decelerate to the whip aid. So the main signals used, the whip, it can mean speed up or slow down to the racehorse 
and the reins, which can mean speed up when they're let go of and slow down a little bit when they're pulled back on, that's a really mixed up way to have your life. And that's why a lot of these horses show a lot of what we call conflict behaviors, pouring the ground, whinnying out, separation anxiety, pushing onto the reins, mouths open, let alone the bucking and shying and rearing of other behaviors that we get with tension. The other thing to remember is that these horses have been bred for centuries to race and to run fast in straight lines and that's not what a sport horse has been bred to do. So there's a lot more flight in these horses, they're a lot more sensitive and more thin skinned. And with the flight response, people often say, oh, well, horses must like racing. You know, look at them. They all run around their paddock. But I tell you, they don't run um, at top speed over long distances for fun or play. The only time a horse runs like that is when he's literally running for his life. So the amount of flight response not only built into a thoroughbred racehorse, but also that's been practiced by a thoroughbred racehorse is really great. And so that's another thing that we're going to find quite difficult to overcome with some ex-racehorses and something we really need to, to work on. We hope you enjoyed this bonus podcast. What would you like to learn about and what tips would you like to hear? Email me, Stephanie, at sruff at equinenetwork.com or reach out to us on social media. Remember, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code DTPODCAST to save 15% off your subscription to our online catalog. Thanks for listening.